Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We continue to look at Dr. Willard F. Harley Jr.'s signature book, His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage. We're continuing where we left off last week, looking at what Dr. Harley says is the guy's second most important emotional need, and that is recreational companionship. He says that sometimes recreational tastes overshadow deep personal needs, and that by nature, men and women seem to have divergent tastes when it comes to having fun. It's his view that many men enjoy recreational activities that involve more risk, more adventure, and more violence than women do. He says that typically men pursue such sports as football, boxing, hunting, fishing, hang gliding, scuba diving, snowmobiling, and skydiving. They tend to prefer movies with sex and violence and don't mind sweat, dirt, body odor, or belching during a recreational activity. He says most women find all of this terribly unpleasant and tasteless. It's his view women prefer to engage in quieter activities such as romantic movies, cultural events, going out to lunch or dinner, dancing, and the all-time favorite, shopping. They tend to put less emphasis on the activity itself and more emphasis on the social interaction. Whom they are with is usually more important than what they are doing. For most women, a good conversation can be a recreational event. The classic struggle finds the woman trying to clean up the man's act, making him shave, dress more neatly, talk more gently, and so on. When she moves in on his recreational life, he may conclude she wants to spoil one of the only things that keep him going in life. He still loves her, but she begins to cramp his style. And to avoid that, he spends an increasing amount of time with men only. This allows him to do what he enjoys most without restraint. But it also means that his most enjoyable activities are done without his wife present. And an opportunity for her to make huge love bank deposits is lost. What happens when your favorite recreational interests don't match? Usually, you don't begrudge each other to have your own recreational interest. But the danger in this lies in the two of you simply growing further and further apart. Dr. Harley says that common pattern at its worst can lead to an affair or divorce. The wise couple will avoid this trend in their marriage or correct it as soon as it begins. In fact, Dr. Harley says that when he counsels married couples that he can't emphasize too strongly what a mistake it can be for spouses to have independent recreational activities. Instead of making steady deposits in each other's love bank by having fun together, the couple with separate recreational interests misses a golden opportunity. When spouses are not each other's favorite recreational companion, Not only do they risk losing their love for each other, but they also risk falling in love with whomever turns out to be their companion if it's someone of the opposite sex. It's Dr. Harley's position that if you want to have a fulfilling marriage, 
Your favorite recreational companion must be your spouse. Some of you may be thinking, well, that's not a problem for us. We have lots of things to do together. And others of you may be thinking, we're just too different. And besides, he simply won't give up his golf. Or, she absolutely must continue her book club on Tuesday afternoons. When Dr. Harley encounters this type of pessimism, he says, Imagine that around each of you is drawn an invisible circle encompassing all your recreational interests and sources of enjoyment. There are thousands of them. Some you may know about and some have yet to be discovered. Within each of your circles, there are hundreds of recreational interests that overlap. You both enjoy doing them. From the hundreds of overlapping interests, you need to find only a few because you won't have time for all of them. Once you find, say, five or ten activities that you both enjoy doing together and spend all of your recreational time together, you'll become each other's favorite recreational companion. To help couples, Dr. Harley has created what he calls his Recreational Enjoyment Inventory. It's a list of 125 recreational activities with space to indicate how much a husband or wife likes or dislikes each one. Ratings are from minus 3, which is very unpleasant, to plus 3, very enjoyable. Couples can add activities to the list that are not already included and rate them as well. When the list is completed, it may include as many as 200 activities, each with an enjoyment rating by both husband and wife, with the activities that have been rated enjoyable, at least plus two, by both husband and wife identified. This exercise usually produces a list of 10 to 15 activities both spouses can enjoy together. He then asks them to schedule in the coming weeks each of these activities into their recreational time. Some of these choices will be things he may like a bit more than she does, and vice versa. But in every case, they will both be depositing love units as they spend recreational time together. Eventually, they settle on about five activities that they both enjoy most. By the way, if you would like a copy of Dr. Harley's Recreational Enjoyment Inventory, send me an email, pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org, and I'll send you a copy. I've used this Recreational Enjoyment Inventory with some of the couples I've coached, and it's been very rewarding. Now let's be real. No one can do everything he or she would like in life. There's just not enough time. So every person's recreational time amounts to making choices among enjoyable activities. So why not select those activities you both enjoy and can do together? It usually happens that when a couple draws up their master list of mutually enjoyable activities, there are many surprises. There may be some activities that neither have ever experienced before. They just simply sounded like they might be enjoyable. Other surprises are activities that the couple didn't realize were mutually enjoyable. They both thought the other disliked doing them. But there's another surprise that couples often face. Finding that something they are already doing together is unpleasant for one of them. 
What do you do with that activity? Initially, engage in only those recreational activities that you and your spouse can enjoy together. You can eventually participate in activities apart from each other. But until you become each other's favorite recreational companion, it's Dr. Harley's position that you must spend all of your leisure time together. His assignment of engaging in only mutually appealing activities is not a summons to misery and deprivation. It simply means considering your spouse's feelings when selecting a recreational activity among those you already enjoy. Why should you gain at your spouse's expense when you can gain together? Dr. Harley says that there are a host of reasons that spouses should discover recreational activities they can enjoy together. For one, it reflects the care both spouses should have for each other. If one spouse sacrifices his or her enjoyment, it means the other is willing to gain at the spouse's expense. Whenever a sacrifice is made in marriage to please one spouse, at that moment, one spouse doesn't care how the other spouse feels. A second very important reason to discover those activities is that they stand up over time. Whatever it is that both you and your spouse enjoy together, you are very likely to do again. Do you want more affection? Express affection toward each other in a mutually enjoyable way. Do you want to make love more often? Make love to each other in a mutually enjoyable way. Do you want more intimate conversation? Talk intimately with each other in a mutually enjoyable way. And when it comes to recreational companionship, if you want to spend more of your leisure time together, make sure that you and your spouse enjoy the type of activity and the way you engage in that activity. A third important reason to become each other's favorite recreational companion is that it ensures deposits into each other's love bank especially his. Think about it, guys. Some of your best feelings occur when you are engaged in a recreational activity. If you share it with your spouse, you associate those good feelings with her, which sustains your love for her. If you share it with another woman, you lose an opportunity to sustain your love for your spouse and risk developing love for that woman. Dr. Harley says that many spouses, particularly husbands, find his assignment hard to put into practice. Just the thought of giving up their favorite activities, like hunting or football, causes depression to set in for some men. That's understandable since most men need recreation in their life to keep going. They use leisure time activities to recharge themselves. Still, Dr. Harley encourages these men to try his plan for just a few months, reminding them that he has not told them to give up recreational pleasures. He simply advises them to include their wife and choose activities they both enjoy. It's not a matter of giving up all the pleasures of life. Instead, a man must simply replace his old pastimes with some he can share with his spouse or make her a part of the ones he already enjoys. Dr. Harley cautions that in making the changes, a wife should be alert to the possibility 
that breaking a recreational habit can put some men into a state of withdrawal. Well, our time is gone for today. Again, I want to encourage you to go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net. On the homepage is something I have put together for couples called the Mum 3-Step Connection Plan. Watch the video that takes you through the plan and how to use it in your marriage relationship and listen to the Mum Moments audio. Consistently following this plan will energize your marriage. Have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.